Blog Talk Radio. I'll answer the question. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! You've heard about it. You've read about it. You've talked about it. And now you found it. This is Alan Smith's Ask the Trucker Live on Blog Talk Radio, the largest radio social network in the world. With your hosts, Alan and Donna Smith, focusing on driver health, careers, regulations, and the important issues facing the industry. It's time to shut down that big rig, sit back, and come join the conversation. Ask the Trucker Live begins right now. Yes, it does. And welcome back to the show, everyone. Everyone popping up there on the switchboard. I appreciate you tuning in. Welcome back to the show. Today is Saturday, September 26, 2015. Appreciate you spending a little time of your Saturday with us this evening. For our show today, we welcome our special guest, Jeff Roach, president of Brook Transportation Training on the web at transportationtraining.com, and we're going to look at the importance of broker training within the trucking industry. Now, it's no secret that many professional truck drivers, they have their own little opinions of brokers within industry, but we hope to shed some new light on this area of trucking and just how broker training can not only help drivers become more successful at their careers, but also other avenues where training in the field of brokering can help many within the industry. For example, having the knowledge and ability to uh, book higher-paying loads and move further away from all that cheap freight that is out there. And and what about having the uh, logistical business understanding that it takes to operate a successful business as an owner-operator, independent, or uh, even a fleet owner? And who is the best candidate for completing a broker training course? And, of course, what about that $75,000 broker bond that's out there? We'll discuss these questions and and many more with our guests and bring an insider view to the industry's broker training course and how it can benefit your current business or possibly as a new career. If you'd like to uh, join the conversation, our call-in number 347-826-9170. Jeff Roach of Brook Transportation Training is our guest and our show this evening, Freight Broker Training and its role in the trucking industry. And it's all coming up on Ask the Trucker Live. You're listening to Ask the Trucker Live with Alan Smith on Blog Talk Radio. Don't go anywhere. Alan and Donna will be right back. Hey everybody, Alan Smith here. Have you been driving a big rig for a while now and considering starting your own business as an owner-operator? Well, Lone Mountain Truck Leasing offers the best lease purchase plan in the industry. With a small down payment and monthly payments around $1,000 or less, you make the monthly payment, and when the final payment is made, they hand over the title. It really is that simple. There is no big balloon payment at the end, and secondly, the truck is yours, not a lease plan under one truck and company. So if becoming an owner-operator is your goal, do it the right way. Do it the best way. Contact Lone Mountain Truck Leasing on the web at LoneMountainTruck.com or give them a call toll-free at 866-512-5685. 
That's LoneMountainTruck.com. This is Ask the Trucker Live with Alan Smith. To be a part of the program, call in now at 347-826-9170. Skype users can call in by clicking on the Skype button on our show page. To be a sponsor of the show, email Donna at info at askthetrucker.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back with our guest, Jeff Roach of Brook Transportation Training. And, Jeff, uh, welcome to the show. Thanks for joining us. Well, Alan, first of all, let me just tell you, thank you very much. I'm honored to be here, and I look forward to spending some time with you and hopefully answering some questions and uh, talking to some of your guests. Yeah, this is a this is a great subject matter. You know, I just had to mention in the opening where you know uh, it's no secret a lot of drivers. You know, they kind of have their own opinions of truck drivers, but or of broker training. But you know, Don and I, we've been in this business a, quite a while now. We've met so many good people through there. Many of them brokers, and um, so we'll try to shed a little bit of light on that. Before we start, let's. Uh, why don't you just tell everyone out there? And uh, I want to, you know, thank again everyone popping up on the switchboard here. I appreciate you tuning in. But, Jeff, tell us a little bit about your background. Uh, I don't think, uh, you know, I've, I've researched you some, and I Donna had your bio up there, but I, I didn't have the time to say anything. But you've been in the industry quite a while. So why don't you tell everybody a little bit about yourself, your background in trucking, and, uh, and how you got into broker training? Well, I'll make it, uh, I'll make it short and sweet, but... Basically, um, my first job uh, out of school, and I graduated in 87 from Abilene Christian here in Texas. And at my first job, I was uh, a casual on the dock at a, a LTL company, Consolidated Freightways here in Dallas. And literally, to, to drive a forklift, I literally had to get a promotion. That's how, when I say I started at the bottom, I mean I started at the bottom, unloading <laughs> and loading trucks at night at, at, on the docks. <laughs> In Dallas, so that's where I got started, and uh, basically from there, um, I I went and I worked for a couple of years as a traffic manager, and I was the guy that was in charge. Uh, you know, the production control guy would come to me and say, "Hey, I need ten trucks to go here," and our big customer was Ford, and you know, I need ten. Uh, we we did injection molding, and then we did these grills, and we need ten truckloads of grills to go to this Ford plant, Jeff, and we need three of them to go down to Mexico to this plant, and so I was the guy, I had a list of carriers, and I was the guy that was responsible for calling the carriers and keeping up with their performance and how much it was costing us and all that stuff. So I got a really nice uh, entry-level view at that position, which was very valuable. And the, the, the real value, value came was the lesson I learned from my big plant manager, Joe. He would come over, and I'd hear him coming from the other side of the warehouse, and he'd be like, Jeff, where's this load? you know, that was going to St. Louis, and I'd be like, I don't know where this load is. And I remember him turning 10 shades of red, and I was <laughs> like, you know, when I start my company someday, I'm going to base it on the one fact that I just want to know where that freight is from the time I pick it up until the time it gets delivered. And if it's not delivered on time, I'm going to let you know. I built my whole career, every job I've ever had, and I teach it in my classes and when I do consulting. Is the, is the shipper wants to know the value you have to a shipper. The shipper wants to know that you know where their freight is and that you're going to manage it. And 
long story short, I went from there to uh, a salesman and inside sales for CF, and then I did. I was a terminal manager in the LTL world, and I moved from there to Celadon, and I was a uh, truckload salesman for Celadon when they first started doing business in Mexico. Closed a $25 million account when I was just a young kid, and I was like, well, I really enjoy doing this. This is going to be a lot of fun. And from there, I worked as an agent for a broker that I met. And I met this guy. He was in El Paso, Texas. He had all these nice cars parked out front. I went upstairs. I was a salesman for Celadon. I went upstairs, and I said, what are all these people doing? And the guy looked at me, and he goes, we're broke freight brokers. And I said, what do you all do? And he said, well, we get the loads from the shippers, and we give them to carriers. And I was like, wow, that's great. I want to learn how to do that. And so the guy who owned the company said, look, I'll teach you how to do it if you'll be an agent for me for six months and bring all your customers over that you had from CF. And not not just CF, but from all the customer people that I met in my whole career, I, st- I still have relationships with these folks, and I still had relationships then. So I brought my uh, customers over, and we made a handsome uh, amount of money. And I was like, I want to do this. And so then I opened up the brokerage, and I did that until 2001. I think I started around 93 or 94. Um, but all on that premise that I'm going to know where the freight is from point A to point B. And if I don't, I'm going to call you and let you know where it is. I'm going to tell you the truth. I'm not going to lie about it. And I learned how to have good relationships with carriers. And um, from there, I basically uh, – Started the school and then opened up some uh, other opportunities, some an online course that we have in about 2,200 colleges, and we opened up a consulting side that where we do consulting for uh, shippers, where we go in and do analysis to their uh, freight spend and benchmark it and tell them where they can save money, and then we do consulting with uh, carriers and brokers where we do um, on-site training. We do that with the Zig Ziglar Corporation. So I've been very fortunate. I love this industry, industry, and I'm excited to share some information with you, and I hope I can help. <laughs> well, hi, Jeff. This is Donna. How are you? Good. Good. Yeah, we've got a lot of um, people who are very excited to hear the show, actually. Um, so oh, good. I- I'm really excited, too. So we're looking forward to it. Well, go ahead, Alan. I didn't mean to interrupt no, that's no. okay. I was just, you know, I was just, you know, you know, listening to your background and everything there. You know, we talk, uh, I talk to quite a few drivers. I get a lot of emails and everything. And, you know, there's a lot of drivers out there that, uh, you know, are just tired of driving. You know, you're talking 35, 40 years. I mean, you know, they're coming to the end of their driving career. And uh, I've even looked into this myself, very interested in it. They're, they're, they may be getting out of driving, but they still love the industry and they want to be a part of it. So, uh, you know, I've, I've been looking at this broker thing myself. But let me ask, let me just ask you real quick. We'll move sure. into the, the benefits of drivers and owner operators and everything. But I'm just curious your, your view. What um, from you know things that I hear drivers say sometimes. But what, how important is the chain of command when it comes to brokers within the industry? Do you think? I mean, by that I mean, if all the brokers, if all the trucking freight brokers disappeared tomorrow, what effect would that have on drivers and the industry as well? 
Well, first of all, let me just say that I'm not here to defend, you know, brokers or carriers because I think that each of them need – we need uh, – you know, as carriers, we need brokers, and as brokers, we need carriers. The the thing that the broker does for the carriers, and they, and, and they really need to understand this because without it, you're in trouble because the reason why drivers use brokers, it's I mean, it's pretty simple. It's for – they want to find – because the brokers have the freight. You know, a carrier will call me up and they'll say, hey, Jeff, I want to get into this business. What do I need to do? And, you know, I've been a driver, and I, now I want, to be a, I want to get my broker's license, and I want to take the test so I can get the freight. And I say, well, first of all, you don't take a test. You know, if you come to my classes for education. Second of all, it's not, uh, it's not a matter of getting a license, and all of a sudden the freight comes to you. There's a huge premium in the relationship that the brokers and the agents have with the shippers, the people that actually own the freight and pay the bills. And the reason why the drivers use the brokers and the agents is because they're outsourcing that part of their business. It's just like when they outsource the factoring. You know, it's they're outsourcing mm-hmm. the accounts receivable, accounts payable, and the credit part of their business. I'm not saying that, that you have to do that. I'm not saying that it's, you know, one side is good or one side is bad, I'm saying that's just the way it is. And if if carriers want to do business with the shippers, the customers, the people that have the freight directly, there's nothing to keep them from doing that. You know, I train a lot of people just to teach them how to use their own assets and and, uh, how to go out and talk to shippers about their core business and how they can help their business. There's no reason that you have to use a broker. But if you're going to use a broker, realize that that broker, the premium for that broker is going out and building up a relationship with the shippers, and the shippers trusting them to do the business and them finding a good carrier to do the load. So, I mean, I think it works both ways. We all have to depend on each other. And if you don't want to use a broker, then you don't have to. There's nothing that says that you have to use a broker, just like you don't have to use a factoring company. If you're going to use one, you want to have a really good, strong relationship. Right. Right. Well, you know, we met, uh, what was his name, Donna? Tom on the cruise? Uh, uh, yeah, and, Byerly. Right. Yeah, and he was a uh, a driver for like 45 years, and mm-hmm. uh, and he got into this, uh, Jeff, and is, is doing very well. So I think it's a very good business model, and, uh, you know, I, I, I appreciate you coming on because I, I – I, I tell people every chance I get, you know, look, you really need to look at this. It's a it's a good, you know, work at home business. It's 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 a good deal. So let's let's talk about that. What what kind of sure. people should take this course? I mean, obviously well, a driver a driver is you know loaded for it, but uh, sure. there's always something to learn. But what's your thoughts on that? Okay, the, the this I mean this job this career and, and make no mistake about it it's a it's your, you're building a business it's not a job you're not punching in you're punching in for yourself and it's your business and but this business is great for someone who wants who knows the transportation industry or either knows a segment of it like a driver they know they've been in the industry they know a segment of it they already have empathy for the driving community because they've done it. They know it's a hard job and they, they get very little respect, which they deserve. And that's that's the, you know that's what the drivers need. They need dignity. They need to know that people are not going to lie to them and respect them. And someone that comes out of that industry, if, if they're um, going into the third party, the broker or the agent career, um, then 
it, they're already ahead of the game because they have that part of the relationship. And then we teach them how to develop that kind of a relationship with the shippers because that's really what it is. You're spending all day long either taking care of the shippers' needs and developing that relationship, finding good, solid carriers that have the right authority, the right insurance, the right CSA, the right everything, and the right tracking, the right technology, and they're going to get that load delivered on time. That's what the shipper wants. and So you're communicating, you're you're literally communicating that half of your time to the shipper. And and, And then you're hanging up the phone once you get the load, and you're saying, I've got to find a carrier that's going to do what I just said that I'm going to do, <laughs> you know, and so right. the fact that the fact that you can have empathy for that the driver, that's such a big part of of your success as a broker. Now, I, I want everybody to know this is not a get rich quick business. You know, I tell everybody if you're going to start right. this business, it's a three six month deal. If right. you're going to do oh, this, yeah. if if you're going to do this deal where you're an independent agent, and a lot of people do. I mean, that's a lot of people in the industry are independent agents. I mean, look at Landstar and Mode and people like that. They're these multi-billion-dollar brokers, they have agents and they have like BCOs. But all these agents that that sell for them and, and that develop relationship with customers and put the loads in the system for the uh, carriers to snag, they're all independent agents. They're, they all work on straight commission. That means they don't make a dime unless somebody picks that load up and delivers it. So it it that literally to get to that point where you can make a living at it. And I you know, I just I just tell everybody, you know, if you can get twenty loads a week where you're making seventy five to hundred bucks a load, you know, I feel like that you're gonna be okay. You know? Mm-hmm. At, at the best case scenario I think you it's a six month deal to get to that point. So I think yeah, this is a great opportunity. It's a great business if someone realizes that, hey, you come to us, we'll get you started, and then we'll point you in the right direction to to be mentored by an agent manager with a billion-dollar broker. You know, you might, it might not be the best commission deal in the world that you're going to get because you're brand new at being an agent, but we can for sure get you an opportunity. And that's hey. what people want. You know, before we get into the difference between agent, broker, and dispatch, I I just uh, wanted to ask you, what do owner-operators learn that's really going to get them to um, understand how to pick a better load? You know, what's kind of like the golden nuggets that they will be learning? Yeah, and Donna, the thing I want to tell everybody, I mean, look, from my background, you can tell I'm, I'm a, I've never been a driver, and I don't pretend that I, you know, an expert on it. But I do get a focus group of uh, carriers on a regular basis in, in class and on the phone, and it just seems that what they want to know, they want to know how to get, how's the broker getting those loads, and how are they coming up with the rate? And so we teach them, you know, if I was a broker, I mean, if I'm if I'm getting a new customer and a customer comes to me and says, hey, I need you to rate this this uh, shipment from Dallas to Chicago, well, the first thing I would do is I would ask them for some competitive rate information. And then the second thing I would do is I would get online and I would look, you know, all the rating services has a low, a medium, and an average, including the current fuel surcharge. So you can get a good idea by asking the shipper, hey, what's your competitive information on here? You know, if, if you come from the LTO world, you know if you can't get the competitive information, you can't get the load. 
So always ask for the competitive rate information. Um, always do your research and get a good idea of really what the market is, and then get a good idea by asking the carriers, hey, what would you do this lane for? If I was going to pay you a good rate, and I was going to, a fair rate, and I was going to pay you on time or early, what would you do this for? And then you'll get a good idea of, hey, you know, I'm just, I, don't quote these numbers, I'm just doing this for, for uh, teaching purposes, but let's just say it was a dollar a mile, which I know that uh, it's crazy. And the carrier, back when I started, the carrier would do it for 80 cents a mile. When I, when I was brokering freight, and I brokered freight, literally we would fax our uh, loads over to uh, DAT, and they would fax their available loads over back. That's, that's how long ago and how much – that's when I started. But anyway, that's <laughs> the kind of information that the owner-operators, when they come to class, that's the kind of information they're like, oh, that's good information to know. So now when I'm when I'm negotiating my rates, you, you know, they don't have to be a rate taker. They don't have to accept the rates. It's negotiable. Everything's negotiable. So before you go in there and negotiate a load, and you're negotiating everything, it's based on destination, it's based on the mode, it's based on, you know, how fast it has to be there, how much you're going to how fast the payment terms are, you know, how many is it a head haul, is it back haul? I mean, how many loads are going to be available when I get to the to my destination? You know, is it a, find it, what is it volume? I mean, I'll do I'll do it for a little bit less if I'm going to get a lot more volume. You know, get all that information up front. Don't make a decision just because somebody put it on a load board that I'm going to take this load at this price. Everything's negotiable. And then right. once you and learn, I think, to, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. No, I was just going to say that's a, a lot of the reason why uh, so many people, you know, complain cheap freight and all this because they don't understand um, that it, it's negotiable and how much it should cost. And, and that's exactly why I asked you how can they benefit so they can really understand the rates and what they, they besides the fact that they need to know their own business and what it costs them and and you know a, a lot of people who go into um their own business being an owner operator and independent you know they they first need to understand their costs and how much that that load is going to cost them that's number 1 number 2 is to understand what a fair rate is and and to know if you're if it's too cheap right off the bat and these are the things that I'm getting that they'll be able to understand uh from the course I mean am am I right am I seeing this correctly Yes what I would do in, in that situation I would say I'd, I'd I'd ask you know I would talk to them before they even came to class and I would say hey you know uh, this is what we're going to cover in class. I think it's going to help you. And then do you need any additional time to go over some strategy for your specific situation? Let's say they had, you know, a handful of trucks, or let's say they someone else dispatched their loads for them and gave them the loads and somebody else took the – well, somebody, whoever's in charge of doing that, somebody needs to come to class. Somebody needs to understand. I mean, just you think about it. If you spend a couple of weeks in any kind of education – and it pays for itself over and over and over and over again long term. Of course, you're going to spend money on education. And why not do education? I don't know anybody who's ever said, "Yeah, I wish I wouldn't have read that book." You know, right. I mean, why not? Why not? <laughs> you know, really. So. Yeah, well, it's kind of like a follow-up question to Donna too. I mean, the way I look at it, you know, as a driver, I mean, you know, and I was a 
owner-operator and independent. We had our own moving business. Uh, we were true independents for that business, and uh, we right. we probably wouldn't have survived without using, you know, brokers for, uh, you know, various things. But even, you know, there's a lot of savvy owner-operators out there, a lot of savvy uh, independents out there that do very well with their business. But the way I look at it, Jeff, is if they can, if they have a course where they can learn even the deeper logistical business behind what they're wanting to do and what they're accomplishing through their business, um, I mean, it, it would only be more of a benefit to you know to them and their business as a success. I mean, uh, yeah, they they might know the trucking industry, they might know you know figuring cost per mile and all this stuff that goes into it. But if they can get a deeper understanding now of Okay, well, how does this broker business work? How do you get your listings? How do you get higher paying loads? I mean, it just right. to me just makes uh, it just makes business sense to learn all you can about everything. Right. There's there's absolutely no reason not to know if the information is available and if it's you know the way I look at it for our our company. I mean, we have a two week training program, but really that's not even enough. If we didn't have big companies that worked with us. Uh, to help continue training people, then it wouldn't be long enough. What you're talking about is if you if someone is in the industry for 25 years or whatever, 15 years, they I mean I'm not going to pretend that I can teach them a whole lot. What I can teach them though is how does it look from the broker's point of view and from a str- strategy point of view, are you, are you doing everything you can to you know maximize your profits? I mean it's all about. EBITDA, as the venture capitalists would say, it's all about getting the most bang for your buck. You know, and right. if you could spend a little bit of money on education to make more money and more bottom line, then wh- why not do it? And the great thing about in, in every single case, people will come to our class, and you know, literally the first hour they're so skeptical, especially if they're drivers. But you can go <laughs> on our, online and oh, read our testimonials. Yeah, I mean, it's okay with me because. It's you know you're almost like family with people after you spend a week with them you know and there's right. eight other people in class and you're doing all these exercises together and people get excited when they're learning you know so you get to know these people real well and some of them are lifelong friends and it's really nice because you know they're like their per- perception of a broker has completely changed is now they're like if I'm going to have ten trucks and I'm going to be the best trucking company I can be. And I don't want to have to hire salespeople in every major region of the United States. If I don't want to have to do that, I'm going to outsource that. Now I know what kind of company to look for. I want to find a broker who's reputable, who has uh, recommendations from other customers. You know, a good broker will have that a testimonial from another customer on their website. Why wouldn't you? Right. Right. You know, and we talked about that. We yeah. talked about that. You know, like a lot of people say, well, I got burnt from this broker or that broker. Well, what did you do to investigate that broker prior to uh, going to them? And, you know, you have to take some kind of responsibility if you're an owner-operator when you go to a broker. And there are ways to investigate their credibility. Uh, and 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 we, we spoke about it. And you had said, you know, check the credit. There's different things you can do. What? What are some of those things? Well, I mean, from a, I just know that on every load that we used to dispatch, I mean, every load, we did a whole packet. You know, we did, we, we brokers call it their carrier packet. 
and they have a packet that they fax over or send over in a PDF to or a link to uh, carriers. They send them over to um, customers and to you know credit people. But it's all of their legal information. It's all of their background information. You know, brokers. You need to see their license and you need to see their bond. You know, you need to see their bond, and you need to you need to re- remember that bond is your insurance policy. That bond is mm-hmm. basically saying, if you don't pay me, I file on this bond. And guess what? If you file on somebody's bond and it's held up, then you lose your business as a broker. So nobody's people are going to. You get a call from a bonding company, people pay attention. So remember, you know, you there's no reason for you to a take freight that you don't want. I mean, it's nobody's forcing you to do it. B, there's no reason to do your not to do your due diligence on, on you know, just like if you're gonna if you're gonna set up a customer, if I'm gonna say, if I'm a if any company, well I'm gonna set up a customer, I'm gonna get all the tax information on that customer, I'm gonna get all the credit information, I'm gonna find out who the accounts payable person is, I'm gonna find out everything I can find out about that company, and then I'm gonna set them up in my company, because now they're they're my customer. Well, as a as a carrier, that broker is paying you. They're they're putting money in your pocket, so yeah, they are kind of your customer. And but the end customer is actually putting money in their pocket. You want to bypass the broker, then go to the customer, which is the shipper. The shipper, right? Yeah, I was right. Talking, uh, we were talking about that early earlier. You were talking about you know why would someone not just go through websites and why would they just why would they just bypass the broker? And I'm like, there's no reason you can't do that. There's no reason you can't just go directly to um, a shipper or go directly to one of these websites. But just remember, these websites, they're all managed by somebody. And if they're tendering freight, then they're a broker. Whether they're electro- they do 80% of it electronically or not, they're still a broker. So, But, mm-hmm. but it's okay mm-hmm. if, if it works for you. But it's not going to work for the big carriers. It's not going to work for the, you know, Huge fleets. They're going to have to have professional uh, executives, salespeople, finance people that are going to go out and call on major shippers. You know. Sure. I just want to mention. Um, I peeked over at the switchboard and I see a lot of people on there. And I just um, want to tell everybody uh, if you want to be a part of the show, or if you're just listening, that's great too and learning. Uh, but you have to press one on your keypad. And um, everybody who's listening on the Internet, if you also want to be a part of the show, uh, just dial in 347-826-9170 and then press 1 on your keypad. And when you press 1, that puts a little sign up that says you want to you want to come in. I, I have to say that every now and then because they used to say that in the recording. Uh, but, you know, they'd say, if you want to be part of the show, press 1, but they don't do that anymore, so we kind of have to tell people now. Yeah, well, let's go to let's go to a caller. Let's go to um, uh, Tennessee, area code 865. Uh, welcome to the show. Hi, my name is Dana, and hey, I'm Dana. out of Knoxville. Uh, my husband and I drove team together for 19 years, company drivers for nine he went independent for a year, and we worked with brokers. And back in that at that time, the saying was, you went from broker to broker to broke. And I was off the truck, so I went and got my master broker certification. 
and worked out of a brokerage out of Arizona. He then went, we went independent, leased onto a global carrier. Uh, we were with them for eight years. And through all these years, we've really watched the industry change and the independents have really gone by the wayside. They just, mm-hmm. you know, if, if they are, they're, they're pulling grain or rock, um, but there's not really that many of them left that are out there pulling, you know, major freight. They're all, you have to be leased on to a major carrier because the insurance rates and the taxes and everything, the federal government has just made it near impossible to do it on your own. So I have, uh, we just, just last week left that major global carrier and went to another major carrier who has a brokerage, and I'm off the truck now permanently. Mm-hmm. And I'm really considering becoming an agent for this carrier. Uh, we have a fleet of four specialized tractor trailers. And um, through the previous carrier, we got to know a lot of customers. And I actually, a friend of mine begged me to call in and listen to this. He's on, he's on the call as well. And he's a, a small fleet owner. Mm-hmm. And I, I see this really being of use for fleet owners. But if you want, nobody can go and just be a broker on their own. I mean, you've got to work for a brokerage because unless you've got money that you just want to throw around <clears throat> because those, those drivers want to get paid before your shipper is going to pay you. And, you know, so I had to work under somebody else's bond, and, and he's correct about building that relationship with your customers and, more importantly, really with your carriers. Because the first time mm-hmm. you don't pay a carrier, when you say that you're going to, they're looking for somebody else. That's right. Sure. And the gene pool out there for drivers has gotten so small. We have a terrible time finding let's just say competent drivers. Mm-hmm. I mean, there, there's, there's a ton of steering wheel holders out there. But competent, true professional drivers are just not out there anymore. So, And um, you're talking about owner-operators now? I mean, independents? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Really? Okay. Indi- independents are really, there's not that many out there anymore. They're, no. The owner-operators are the ones that, you know they're running under somebody else's somebody else's authority. The independents are running on their own authority. And my mm-hmm. husband lasted a year, and it was because we. What happened was he pulled several loads for a major carrier who mm-hmm. didn't pay the bills, oh, and my. we wound up having to go to factoring. My husband, I said, I won't factor. I'm just going to bill. You know, I, I've got my degree in accounting. Um, business management, computer information systems. And so I said, well, I'll just take care of the billing. And I trusted them. And they really nailed us, and I had to factor the loads. And uh, it finally took uh, a call from an attorney to the carrier. And the next day I had my check. So, wow. you know, um, All right. I well, like that's what one he's reason. saying. 
Yeah, we. I was just going to say we've. Uh, you know, I, like I said earlier, I had looked at this before too. I mean, did did you have a question for our guest? Um, not really so much as saying that I really agree with what he's saying and how it can be a benefit to some people, but to some people, no. You know, it, it's it just depends on what you're doing. Well, you know what I wanted to ask Jeff? Jeff, how could she have avoided that situation? I mean, is there any well, way to see red flags or not to get into that situation? Well, I, I mean, I think she's right. I I mean, I know for sure my training's not for everyone. I, I you know, she said she got she went to a master certification school in Phoenix and first of all, there's no degrees of being a property broker. There's just you're just either a property broker or you're not. I've never really been one to say, well, I'm gonna, you're going to be a master of this or master of that because I think that's false advertising. But that's neither here nor there, and that's not my school in um, Arizona. But my school is not for everyone either. I don't, think, I don't think everyone needs to come. If you really want a crash course and you want to get um, literally, a, a, let's say, a five-year learning curve on the macroeconomic business picture of the freight broker industry, and how the trucking companies and the owner-operators and the agents and the brokers and the factoring companies and the shippers, how do they all interact uh, and act with each other? How do they affect each other and how they will affect your business? Then my school might be, a good, uh, might be good for you. The other thing uh, that I agree with is um, – uh, I just lost my train of thought. <laughs> she said um, – no, no, she was talking about um, how it's uh, – I forgot. I lost my train of thought. I'm sorry. Oh, that's okay. Well, what I was just saying is there was a way that they could have avoided that. Um, was there any red flags that you see that – Avoiding getting, not getting paid by the broker? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, here's the thing. Um, and she, I don't know what I was going to say. I'm so thankful. Uh, she's exactly right. I opened up a brokerage for a venture capitalist uh, last year, a private equity company. And she's exactly, this is what I was going to say, she's exactly right about it. Let me tell you, these people had all the freight in the world and all the money in the world. When I say all mm-hmm. the money in the world, we could prepay every freight bill. And, you know, it took six months to get that brokerage off the ground, and that's meant with an unlimited amount of freight. It was in the oil business when oil was rocking here in Texas. It was in West Texas, and it, we had a ton of freight, and we had tons of money. And when we get a carrier, there was so much business, they're like, we're not doing business with any uh, new carriers. And I was like, well, we're going to prepay. I was telling everybody. I was kind of like leading this startup deal. And I said, let's let's prepay everybody. And we could not get enough carriers even prepaying it. So all that to say, she's absolutely right. Um, it's very difficult to open up a brokerage. If you expect to get paid, if you expect to, for it to get going any faster in six months, if you if you have a six month or longer uh, view, then it's, you're, you'll be fine. And the, and the one thing you can do to keep that from happening is to get your money up front, because mm-hmm. brokers really need you as much as you need them. You know, and right. the thing is, you don't have to take any loads you don't want, and you don't have to accept any terms you don't want. So if you want better terms, if you're worried about not getting paid, ask her to get paid up front. They might say, no, we're not going to do that then you, you have to find another load. But that's one way to do it. The other, the, you know, it, most brokers have to do that when they start out until they get um, a, a reputation. 
You know, I see. people complain yeah. about different brokers, and I'm like, why are you doing business with this broker if you're complaining about them? You know, same really? thing with carriers. Really? They complain about a carrier, and I'm like, don't complain about them, just don't call them again. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Which leads us to the question is, um, what is the difference between a broker, an agent, and which avenue would be best for an owner-operator to get into? Well, it just really depends on the owner-operator's situation. If they want to add a brokerage to their existing business, then I really think it makes more sense to open up a brokerage because it's a long-term investment. And it is investment. It's investment in time and in capital. But you are, it's, a, it's a good economy as a scale-type business because you already have people doing billing. You already have people doing dispatch. You probably already have somebody that's pretty sharp over the phone. Somebody's pretty good with regulations. So really it doesn't take a whole lot more to open up a brokerage if you run a, a trucking company and if you're good at it and you run it from a business point of view. Mm-hmm. So that makes a lot of sense if I'm an owner-operator. I want to open up a brokerage business because I have a long-term outlook. Every major carrier – Every I'm talking every major carrier, without exception, has a brokerage slash logistics arm, including Walmart. Everybody does. Mm-hmm. So, you're, if you don't have a broker brokerage and you have a trucking company, you're late to the party, because everybody has one. Because it just makes sense. If I if I'm being tendered 15 loads and I have 10 trucks, it's it's an absolute. Uh, crazy to turn down business when you just go to that shipper and say, hey, I've got 10 trucks, you know, I want your business, and if you have any extra business, you can trust me to outsource that out to my preferred carriers just the way I, just in the same manner that I handle your business now. And the carriers, it's no big deal because everybody's, everybody has a brokerage. So you, you go in with an asset-based trucking company slash logistics company, it's not a hard sell to the shipper. It just makes sense. And what about the one truck owner operator who's listening well, tonight? It, it, it really depends. If they want to get out of the truck completely, first of all, you can't do both. I've had a lot of people try, and it just doesn't make sense. You've got to be behind a computer, on the phone all day. You can't be driving a truck. I wouldn't want you to be driving a truck and be on the phone all day and on the computer all day. But let's say you wanted to, the only reason someone would be an agent rather than being a broker because they're an individual. They're they're not they're not gonna you know, they don't want the expense of getting a license, they don't want the expense of getting a bond, they don't want to have to worry about setting up a transportation management system. You know these brokers mm-hmm. that hire that not hire that bring on agents to be partners with them, just like real estate agents and just like insurance agents, same for the, right. same premise. Right. But they basically they already have a transportation management program set up. It's easiest to get on. Is it is it it's easy to log on to Facebook. So they log on to their transportation management system in the morning, and they have shippers uh, in one file, and they have carriers in one file, and the, you know you know who's their credits approved. You know they've got a system to keep up with the with the carriers, and basically we teach you how to do the job. We teach you how to do what you do from nine eight to nine, nine to ten, ten to eleven. That's what we do, and then we help you. We introduce you to people that are looking for agents. So if you want a low cost. And, and when I say low cost, I'm talking about if you have a place to set your office, it, and, I, and I really suggest you get a place that you're not going to be disturbed. That you, you literally, because you have to go to work every day. You have to, you have to go to work at, at seven in the morning until five. You have to. 
and um, you don't have to work weekends, even though we are right now, which is not really work, but you know what I mean. And you don't have to work nights. But And you don't have to get a license. You use the license of the carrier. You use the bond of the carrier. You're almost, it's almost like getting a franchise because you use their brand. And what they do, what you find the shipper, you find the load, you put it together, and they pay you a percentage, either a percentage of the gross or a percentage of the gross margin. And then some of them will deposit the money in your account after you do the transaction that, that next Friday. Some of them will wait until they get paid. It just really depends on the situation. And by the way, the more freight that you get as an agent, the better of a deal you're going to get negotiated with a broker. The brokers, literally, if you look on jobs and logistics, being a freight broker agent is almost like being a truck driver. I mean, literally, people are dying for good freight broker agents because you think about it, they're an incredible revenue source bringing good customers to the table, and they don't cost you anything. So it, being, bringing on agents makes a lot of sense if they're the right kind of agent. So what, I've got two of my – or four of my instructors come from the big um, – part of – you know, when I say instructors, I mean they teach part of the course. I mean we have classes in North Carolina and uh, Jacksonville, Dallas, Denver. We have one in Denver next week. We have one in Ontario every two weeks. We have one in Seattle coming up next month. But we have these instructors that basically teach their part of the course. We have someone who teaches sales, someone who, who teaches how to go out and find shippers, someone who teaches how to dispatch, someone who teaches how to do rail, someone who teaches how to, you know, uh, do operations. And, and it really takes a, a clever person, smart person, to be able to do both. But if you find somebody that's really good at that and really good at multitasking, and who enjoys the industry, Industry who likes a fast-paced environment, who's not scared to cold call. And that's, the, the mm-hmm. you know, it's a dirty mm-hmm. word but or, or phrase, but it's truth. You have to call and build up relationships with shippers. And, they, you know, you spend all this time to get to them to trust you with the business. They give you a load. Now you've got to go out and find the absolute best carrier because that's your reputation. So that's what I'm doing every day as an agent. And I'm working on straight commission. You're lucky if you can get that business really up where you're making, you know, good money in six months. And and that's with working all day long, you know, literally work, taking a 15-minute break every two hours and an hour lunch, you know. It, we really stress that that first six months you have to be 100% all-in dedicated because the only reason you, once you – once you get a good idea of this business – it's not rocket science. It's calling enough shippers, getting enough people to to have found a niche or found some people that believe in you, you believe in them, they trust you, you trust them. They're giving you this freight. Not because you found it on a load board. Not, it's because they trust you. Now I've, now I've got to find a carrier. If I'm an agent, I've got to find a carrier to do that. So that relationship between the the, the carrier, that relationship between the agent broker is all based on trust and contracts and the relationship with the carriers are all based on trust and contracts and the relationship with the customer is based on trust so where do the brokers find the carriers the brokers will find the carriers on load boards to start with i mean and everybody knows all the the big the big players you know you do this business and six months later you pretty much get a good feel of who's based where 
where they like to go, who's got the who's got the uh, reefers, who's got the flatbeds, who does the heavy haul, you know, who does the domestic air, who does the LTL, which national carriers really will use do business with brokers, and who has the capacity is the name is the is the number one game. Where can you where can you find capacity? That's still you know so when I started in this industry. It was that. It was the same thing. It's never changed. You know, capacity is everything. Cash flow is everything, and capacity is a close second. So you find them, on, to answer your question, we find them on uh, Get Loaded. You find them on Transcore, DAT, Internet Truck Stop, all those people. You know, all the, you, you use all of those guys, and then you, carriers come to you after you put the loads out there, and then you hopefully you can develop a rapport with the carrier. You know, when I had my brokerage, we basically had three dispatchers that all they did was deal with carriers. And then we had four or five outside salespeople. I set it up kind of like an LTL company. That's how LTL companies set up their business. I had these outside sales guys and girls that would go out and we'd call on these customers. And we, we, we were, you know, we were professional salespeople. I'm still a professional salesperson. And that's what we do. You know, we go out and we build a relationship with shippers. And they give us business. And then our dispatchers take that those business, those loads when they come in and they put them on the load board. Then the carriers call in. Then they negotiate with the carriers, and it's a, it has to be a, a very positive relationship or it won't work. And so that's that's what happens. You build up a relationship, and you and all the drivers that listen listening, they know this. I mean, your interaction with the with the broker, it's either you can tell right off the bat, you know, is this a professional company? Are they putting me on hold for no reason? You know, does the guy come on the phone or the girl come on the phone and say, yeah, what's up? Or do they say, hey, this is Jeff. May I help you? What can I help you with? I mean, are they treating you with dignity? You know, the bottom line is if you'll, if you'll, if you'll treat the drivers with dignity and if you, tr- if, if, if you give them a reason to trust you, if you trust them, if you – you know, don't lie to them. You're already ahead of the game, and that's a sad thing to say, but that's the truth, and that's really what we mm-hmm. teach. But you got to mm-hmm. that you find the carriers on, online, and then they come to you, and you build up those, those relationships. And let me tell let me tell you one story real quick. I was thinking sure. about this. It's a, it's a good it's a good story because it really shows a positive relationship between a broker and a carrier. But in this process of doing all this. I basically uh, found myself going after shippers that really needed a time-definite service, meaning it was easy for me to say, remember what I, when, about my old friend Joe. He would always come screaming at me asking where the, where the truck is. So my whole deal is I'd go into a shipper's office and I'd say, Mr. Customer, this ain't rocket science. You give me this, your freight. What I'm going to do is I'm going to find the right carrier to get it where you want me to get it to. I'm going to set the appointment with the consignee, which is their customer or their coworker, and I'm going to set the appointment with the consignee. I'm going to personally talk to the dispatcher and or the driver, and I'm going to make sure that the driver has enough hours to get it delivered on time and that everybody agrees on rate. And I'm, I never try to beat a carrier up, but I'm going to do all of these things, Mr. Customer, for, for you so I make sure when you give me a load – I, I promise you, I will do everything. In my, it's like the FedEx of freight brokers. When it absolutely, absolutely, positively has to be there, call me. That's how I built my right. whole business. So right. then, then basically, what, yeah, 
Yeah, so basically, here's what happened. So what happened is the best carrier in the industry at the time rose to the top. This one carrier based out of Joplin, Missouri, everybody knows who that is, before they mm-hmm. merged, I don't, I don't, I, all I can tell you is before they merged, I had a sales rep here in Dallas that was used to be my competitor when I was at Celadon. We sold to the same customers. But he was now, he was the salesman and I was the broker. And I found out that they had nothing but uh, satellites in those trucks and all of their drivers that I had met were extremely trained and very professional. The, uh, the guy said, look, Jeff, if you give us these loads, you got to pay us quick because you know, we're going to give you, if we take a load, we're going to get it delivered. I said, look, if you get this delivered every time that you, I give you a load, don't worry, I'll pay you good and I'll pay you often. And so basically what happened was 80% of my business, basically we had 80% of my business was basically given this one carrier because that's the way they treated me and that's the way I treated them. They didn't have to worry about me lying to them, about me taking too much of the money they they i didn't have to worry about them back soliciting me or not delivering on time or or stopping and seeing somebody or going to the casino i'm not saying that happens i'm just saying those are some of the reasons i've heard in the past that i don't have to worry about that and they don't have to worry about me being a dirty dog broker you see what i'm saying right right relationship has to if you can duplicate that kind of relationship and it takes time and it takes trust and it takes a, a, a conscious effort on both parties to develop that kind of relationship. But in business, relationships are everything. Behind, That's right. Behind, right. behind cash flow. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that brings me to another question. Now, I've heard that um, carriers, you know, they don't get paid from the broker for like 30 days or more. Um, is that uh, an acceptable amount of time? And and, well, and again, then they have all, to go to factoring and all this. Well, again, that's all uh, negotiated. Uh, you know, if, okay. if I'm a carrier, I'm, if, I, if I'm a carrier, I'm you know I'm negotiating. Uh, if it's a new broker, I'm negotiating payment terms where they pay me half of it up front or all of it up front at first. You know, it, and I'm only going to do business with a new broker right, right out of the gate if I've done my due diligence and. I'm, talk to him i've done all you know i will ask for some references you know what other carriers do you have as a reference hey that's a good question give me five carriers that you do business with now that you've paid on time for the last six months if if you can't pull that out of your hat and give that to a, a carrier you probably don't need to do business with them i mean let's just right. be honest about it right so I well mean, everybody has to start somewhere though i mean supposing you're just starting you know what do you do then you know what I did when I first started on there? Forget it because this was a that was a big issue because we'd have all this freight and then we couldn't cover it and I have to give it back to a customer, which is almost like suicide. You just can't do it. I mean, it's just not an option and it's just a bad it's a bad business model where you're out looking for freight all the time and then somebody gives it to you and you can't get it covered. You just can't you cannot do business that way. So basically, I just went to my bank and um, I said, look, you know, I need you to back me up on this. I need you to write me a referral letter or something that says I'm, I, I pay my bills and I have good credit. And I was fortunate enough that my bank did that, and I put it on my website, you know. Oh, okay. So I was one of the first ones to, to – go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, you know, see, because I'm sitting here listening, and 
And, you know, I've procrastinated over this training course many times. It's something I said earlier that I was interested in. And I've talked to, I've talked to many drivers who are looking at getting out of driving and, and looking at this exact same thing that Brook Transportation Training does. And, uh, but I had those same things. I go, okay, well, if they're asking me, uh, you know, well, let, let's, let's see some background history on you. Well, I don't have it because I'm just getting started. But, see, I never would have thought – of, of doing what you did going to the bank or something like that. So the little tidbits like that that you learn. And one other thing that was I'm sure other drivers have thought the same thing as I, as I look at this course, uh, well, what about that? Se- I, I know you said they could operate off of the carrier bond. Uh, uh, I guess as a, bond. A, a broker's a bond. Broker. But yeah. what about mm-hmm. that? What about what if the driver out there like, okay, I'm getting out of driving, I'm retiring, but I want to stay in the industry because mm-hmm. I love it. I'm going to be uh-huh. a broker. I'm going to build up my business. But then there's that $75,000 bond out there. Again, if you're going to be an agent. Now, remember, an agent, you don't have to have a bond or you don't have to have a license. It's right. very common. It's very common to be an agent. Now, what you need to be an agent is you really need to have the skill set to be. You know, that's what my course is. If if I was going to build a uh, a training program, the best training program, I mean, like, the, if if I owned a uh, uh, brokerage and I was going to do nothing but recruit agents to work for me, and I was going to teach people the the an overview of the brokerage business and how and how to really make it work, this is what I built. I mean, this is it. It's a if you want one week, we got one week. If you need a, a second week, which is really hands on. It's a crash course on how to do this. And the great thing about it is if this is what you want to do, if it's really what you want to do, you don't need any additional money except you need to have money saved up. You need to have a good phone system. You need to have high-speed Internet. You know, you need to have a place to work, and you need to have some – you know, I'm sure there's some really good training programs out there, but you need some training. You need some basic – Computer training. If you don't, if you don't, you, you need to get be able to get around on a computer pretty well. You need to know how to use, you know, the, the latest technology. You don't have to be an expert, but you don't have to be like, you know, a computer right. expert. But right. you need to, you need to get education, and then you need to get some good training. And, and here's what you get with the training: you get introductions. You know, I have the best companies in the industry. I'm, you know, I'm so proud of my strategic alliances. Have the Transcore, have the Zig Ziglar Corporation, which is one of, the, one of the most respected training companies in the industry. They do a lot of my corporate training with me. They do a lot of their life coaching stuff and have trained. They, they've done a lot of training for my trainers, and so you know all of my trainers are really good as far as you know. People come out of the class and they're like, "Man, this is really fun and motivational. I've learned a lot. I'm excited about my future, and I've been introduced to a lot of." a lot of concepts and to a lot of companies and a lot of resources. If that's something you want to do and work on straight commission and you and you understand it's not a get rich quick business and you understand that you have to spend time and you have to develop relationships with the shippers and with the carriers and every day's different you're on the phone taking care of getting the load from the shipper, rating a new project, dispatching a load Talking to a, doing a check call from a driver, finding out what's going on with you know this three loads right here, and that's all in the last 15 minutes. If all that sounds like fun to you, then this would be a good 
this would be a really good, and we get a lot of wives too. This would be a good course. Now, if you're if you've been in the business like you, Alan, you, if you, I mean, I know you're in, really into education and mentoring. But let's mm-hmm. say you're you're a driver and you've been doing it for 25 or 30 years, and you're, I mean, you've got this thing down. You don't use factoring companies, you know. You or let's say you do use factoring companies. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with factoring companies, but if you use factoring companies, it's the same reason you're using brokers. You're outsourcing a part of your business. You have nothing to complain about except for. It's all your decision. If you don't like your factoring company, it's it's your decision. You're the one who made that decision. Do your research. If you don't like your broker, change brokers. If you don't want to use a broker, learn how to go get your own freight. If you can't get your own freight, understand that you got to do business with brokers. If you if you want to to learn more, you know, and, and you don't mind starting from the bottom, you know, this class might be good for you. But I don't, I don't honestly believe that, you know, someone who's been in the industry for 25 or 30 years that wants to keep doing what they're doing, they're happy with their broker, they're happy with their factoring company, this might not be the best course for them, you know. Or if they're not open to change, if if they're, you know, too much into, you know, it's always been done this way, it's always going to be done that way, then this might not be a good course for you. Well, I think one of the most powerful um and and you and I were talking about it earlier was the testimonial from uh that video and of course we have it on the trucking social media page you have it mm-hmm. on your website and it was from a woman who wasn't even in transportation and yeah, um right yeah go ahead could you share yeah, that yeah, Brandy, i mean well Brandy, yeah. Brandy's, Brandy's husband was uh, over in uh uh Afghanistan and uh she called me up and she said, um, you know, I, I'm an uh, interior decorator, and I want to get out of this industry, and I want to get in the transportation industry. And I'm like, w- we'd love to have you. I think you're a good candidate for it. You know, she's, you know, so she came over, she took the class, and she called me back in six months. And she said, I've done everything you said, you know, and I'm broke. I'm not making any money. I'm not having booked one load. I said, oh, my goodness, Brandy, I'm so sorry. You know, maybe, well, why don't you come take the advanced course and we'll work with you one on one? So she came and took the advanced course. Then she took the al- online course, which is offered through Education to Go, by the way, and great course. It's like 150 hours. But she took the online course and then she came to me a year and a half later and still hadn't made any money. And I was just, you know, Brandy, I'm sorry. You just kind of have to, you got to find your niche or your niche has got to find you, but you have to stay with it. Well, lo and behold, she met with one of her friends in the car business, and he said, "Brandy, I've got all these cars that I moved from auction to dealerships to different places, and I've just been calling all these car hauling companies, and I just I don't know what to do." And she said, "Well, why don't you let me start working on it?" So she literally started moving one and two cars at a time, and then she started doing business with one or two car haulers, and now today she moves over sixty thousand cars a year i mean when i when i tell you it's one of my favorite it's why i put it on my website it's one of my favorite stories because this this is this lady brandy is like you look at her and she is tenacious and she has overcome so much adversity and i don't mean that you know as a personal way i'm just saying she had every reason to quit yeah she she never gave up Yeah, she never gave up. It wasn't even. It really wasn't an option for her. But now, literally, she lives in a beautiful home. She has three people that come to her home and work for her. They work for her in her home. 
And so we went over to her office, and she did that testimonial for us. And, you know, I'm not going to share how much she makes, but it's more than the president. (laughs) (laughs) And there's an example, too. She was in interior design. I mean, she just walked out of that and went blind, didn't know anything about transportation. That's right. And the other thing she had, uh, Donna, she had a really good broker that mentored her and being an agent. And, you know, I don't take credit for that one bit. I don't, I, you know, I take credit for introducing to them. But then that relationship she has with this broker is so strong, and they, they spend a lot of time mentoring her. You know what I mean? And, and the other thing I want to tell your listeners is we have people that go through the class and that decide this is not for them. And so not everybody is going to end up like Brandy. You know, I don't want anybody mm-hmm. to think right. that, that we're misrepresenting oh, sure. that. You know, we're we're a trade school, a vocation school. I'm very proud of what we do, and I'm very proud of our, our the people that graduate from our class. But for some people, making 50 to 100 calls a day to shippers is not their cup of tea. Even mm-hmm. though they knew it before they came to class that that would be part of their career. But if that's not part, if if making cold calls or if call reluctance is an issue for you, and this might not be a good career path for you. I can help you get over call reluctance. I can teach you to make it easier, but you're still going to have to do it. And a lot of people, you know, I had a guy come back from uh, Afghanistan uh, that was literally had people shooting at him, the bravest person I've ever seen, but he would re- he'd rather get shot at than make a phone call. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, really. it's difficult for some people. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and that's nothing against him. He's a great, great guy, a good friend of mine. But he just hated it. You know, mm. he just didn't want yeah. to do it. It's yeah. part of it. Well, it's not, it's not for everyone, but for those that it is, uh, uh, that's why we're uh, putting the information out there. Hey, let's go to North Carolina, area code seven zero four. Welcome to the show. Thank you. My name is Grady Hughes, and I'm a on Um and I'm, I was really hoping that I would hear more information about how, as an owner, owner-operator, one guy just out here in a truck with his own authority and trying to find loads off of load boards and talking to any customers that we can, how can, how can, we, how can we do better than what we're doing? And how can we get around this? Uh, outrageous cheap freight that we've seen in the last few months, uh, and I think all the information that you're sharing is is wonderful information. But I see it more towards changing careers, getting out of the truck, and going into the broker business. And I really want to know more about what's going to help us out. What's going to help the single guy out here? Because sure. you know. Okay. Anyway, that's about it. <laughs> all right. Well, good. Well, that's uh. We're glad you called in, Jeff. What what do you have for him? Uh, you know, I'm gonna. That's a great question, and that's a. Uh, you know, I expected that question, and I'm gonna. You know, yeah, it's, it's, it's tough out to there you, for Alan, a lot of those guys and gals. Yeah, I mean, the truth is, is I'm not an. You know, I'm not an expert on in how to. You know, how to maximize profits. You know, for you out there on the road, I can tell you that. I would continue to do everything possible to to read as much as you can, to explore as much as you can as far as learning your your trade and learn, getting to know the brokers really well and 
you know, ask them for their opinion. You know, where, where, what can I do to start moving some better freight? You know, what are there different? You know, can, if I'm if I'm driving a van, if I drive a reefer, will I make more money? You know, if I drive a flatbed, will I make more money? You know, if I do uh, if I do uh, expedited, time sensitive freight, will you pay me more money? Because the answer is yes on all of those. By the way. Mm-hmm. But so I, well, the, I guess the the question is, would this course teach them how to uh, find better loads, know better loads, know, you know, learn the ins and outs to the point where they're more savvy uh, as an owner operator? I think Donna, that's I what think, he's asking. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I don't think that it makes a lot of sense if you if you have no business, if you don't want to change your career, and you don't want to. You know, you're not looking to, to get into this side of the, the business. I don't say I'm not saying that you should uh, take a week or two off and come to one of our classes. And you know that it's going to. You know, I would say that I would look at the online course. It's a little bit less expensive, and mm-hmm. it is tons of information. Um, it's 150 hours of um, great information about the industry, but it really is coming at it from a freight broker slash freight broker agent perspective. So, I mean, maybe somebody needs to to really focus. You know, I, I kind of feel like that's what Alan's doing is focusing in on, on how to help this gentleman, you know, how to help him out there on the road. But I'm not going to sit here and pretend that I have, you know, that answer. If I did, I, well, we'd all be in better shape, wouldn't we? Yeah, well, I mean, it's like you said earlier, you know, there's certain questions you can ask, too, and everything, but that cheap freight out there just has them all so boggled down. And But I would think a, a course like this, as I said earlier, would, would really give them, a, a, and I don't know, you know, his experience. He, 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 to me, he sounded, like, he sounded like a veteran out there. But, you yeah, know, and there's a lot, of, a lot of drivers out there who uh, – who are doing very well, owner-operators independents, but the majority of them are just struggling day by day and day. But I would think that taking a course like this uh, would give you a more insider look. You would learn, know the questions to ask, and you even mentioned uh, uh, several questions you can ask to kind of get a deeper understanding. But um, I'm kind of watching our time. I hate that we're kind of winding down. But, Jeff, where, where, can, pe- where can people go to find out more about your course uh, where the courses are taken, find out more about the online course. Is all that on your website? Yes, sir. It's transportation training, all one word, dot com. Um, it's Brooke Transportation Training Solutions on Facebook. You feel free to anyone can call me anytime, and I'll, I'll do anything I can help them. I won't, uh, you know, I'm not here to talk you into coming to my class, but I don't think it'll help you. I won't, I won't, uh, I won't tell you that. I mean, I'll tell you the truth. Obviously, two one four two zero six one one six nine. You can call me uh, Monday. I'll be in the office. Um, and I, like I said, I'm. You know, if I can help you any way possible, I will. I will tell you this. I do have several friends that have been in the business for thirty plus years as drivers that are now doing this. That I learn so much from every day, and so you know. I don't have a brokerage, um, I don't have time, but I have a lot of people that do that come from different backgrounds. So if there's a question that you have, if you're out there and you're in the truck and you're like, you know what, he didn't really, he said a lot but didn't cover anything that I want to hear, 
if I can help you, if you feel free to call me. You know, I'll be glad to help you if I can't. If I can ask someone that I know, if I can get you in contact with someone, I'll do it. Um, so just feel free to call me Monday morning two one four two zero six one one six nine. It's Jeff Roach. All right. Yeah. Well, that sounds good. Well, they're always you know welcome to call in. That's why it's a talk show. But the um... and your number again is two one four two zero six one one six nine. Uh, for anybody who uh, didn't have a pen, now you do. That's the number. Yeah, and Jeff, you said uh, you had. Uh, I, I, I see. I was under the understanding that your classes are in uh, Dallas or Jacksonville, but you mentioned other states. So you you provide this course uh, all over. It sounded like. Yes, sir. We do. Okay. We have um, we have uh, trainers that. Um, like I said, they've been through. The, the, number one, they've all been. They've all. I've met them through the school, um, and I've, they've gone through my train the trainer program. And um, you know, we have a very, we have a very distinguished group of people training in the industry. Um, the gentleman um, that trains in North Carolina and Jacksonville, Ron Moore, is, is uh, re- retired from. Uh, Landstar is one of their vice presidents, um, and I knew him because he recruited for my school. And you know, Ron, uh, he's the he's been doing this 20 years longer than I've been doing it. And he doesn't need the money to teach people. You know, he teaches people because he loves it. Same, probably same reason you do it, Alan. You know, yeah. same yeah. same reason I do it. So it it's it's really great because we if I don't know an answer, then I can get you in contact with someone that knows the answer. And I've got, if you read our testimonials, they're all fresh, they're all real, and, you know, we get everybody to, you know, I talk to just about everybody that comes to my class, and because I tell a lot of people, you know, this is not for you, or this this would, I think this would help you. I let them know, you know, exactly what they're getting into, and what, so there's no uh, unmet expectations, and so everybody knows, and then I ask them to please fill out a testimonial when you leave. And invariably, everybody's just like you know. This course was very refreshing. You know, it's it's not uh, it wasn't uh, it's not me getting up there and talking. It's uh, it's a very interactive. You know, we have a lot of uh, great instructors. We have a lot of companies that are involved in it, um, and we've been doing it a long time. So we do a really good job at it. Well, listen, maybe um, <clears throat> maybe the caller can give you a call Monday Monday and. That's one great thing about social media. You know, if there's if you're needing some help and you don't just don't really know where to go, social media can lead you to uh, others who are willing to help you and get you in contact. Uh, you know, like you, Jeff. If you know if you're not for sure, you know exactly how to explain or or answer the question. You can get them to someone who can. So that's that's another great thing about social media. So maybe he can give you a call Monday. But Listen, we appreciate you coming on. TransportationTraining.com is the website. And, uh, uh, you know, Don and I still kicking this thing back and forth. Every time I have a show like this, Jeff, it's like it gets me excited and I'm, I, I kind of look into it again. But, hey, I, I appreciate you uh, spending a little time of your Saturday with us. If there's anything we can do for you, feel free to let us know. Thank you. I appreciate it. It's been a lot of fun. All right. Hey, Thanks, ha- Jeff. Have a great okay. evening. And, hey, Donna, did you have uh, any announcements or anything? Well, yeah, I did have some announcements tonight. and okay. um, we'll do that right after the okay. break. We'll just take a quick break, and then we'll see what Donna has for us. Stay with us. We'll be right back.
up, truckers? Are you looking for deals on trucks, trailers, parts, or equipment? Or maybe you need to sell something truck-related. Well, there's a great spot on the web where truckers deal with other truckers. No middlemen involved. That's why we call it TruckerToTrucker.com. There's no charge at all for looking. And if you want to place an ad for what you're selling, it's just $19.95. And it runs till it sells. So whether you're buying or selling, it's time to log on and take a look. TruckerToTrucker.com. Check it out. That's TruckerToTrucker.com. Hey everybody, Alan Smith here, and I want to tell you about TruckerLawyers.com. TruckerLawyers.com helps drivers with their legal needs, and they specialize in workers' compensation, trucking accidents, employment law, and other areas. TruckerLawyers.com arms you with important information regarding workers' compensation and your legal rights, and they are also available to help you find assistance for additional legal issues. This includes determining how to get you the best benefits possible for your situation. The website truckerlawyers.com is a resource where you can learn more about your legal rights as a driver. Feel free to continue the social media conversation by liking them on Facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash truckerlawyers and follow them on Twitter as at truckerlawyers. Call them to talk through your questions at 1-800-736-5503. Donna, what do you got for us? Oh, I can't hear you. You moved, muted, I think. Oh, I did mute it. I do it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> but to, first of all, to thank everybody for being on the line tonight. Thanks, Jeff uh, Roach. You did a great job of uh, explaining everything. I know there was a lot of people listening tonight, and I hope it's helped everyone out. And um, like he said, if you if if the questions weren't answered, just give them a call at two one four. Two zero six one one six nine. I'd like to thank uh, a lot of our sponsors um, uh, and, and just give a shout out to them tonight. Um, they're sponsors of North American Trucking Alerts, Trucking Social Media, and Ask the Trucker. Um, there's Lone Mountain Truck Leasing, uh, Trucker to Trucker, Trucker Justice Center. Uh, the Law Office of Monica Jenkins, Pay Plans and Benefits, Doc on Call, ATBS, Road Tested Living, um, uh, let's see, Warhorse Media, Historical Armory, uh, Team Run Smart, Transport Watch, DOT Authority, SBTC, Gear Armor, TCRG Consulting, Life Coach Service, and Heart Smart Highway, and the Professional Truckers Association, and Road Tested Living. And just a big thank you uh, to all our partners. And on Trucking Social Media, that's the hub, the information hub for the trucking industry. If you go on the uh, resource page of truckingsocialmedia.com, that's a free resource of uh, websites of government, social media, charities, blogs. Uh, and we ask that if you have a website or a social media site that you would like to add uh, that will edify those within the industry, just send us a, a, an email. You can go right on the site to the Contact Us form and say, I'd like to put my uh, website or my social media page, my fan page uh, on there and you give us the link 
and we'll check it out, and we'll put it on there. Uh, we've been adding a lot of sites on that resource page. You just go to truckingsocialmedia.com, hit the resource page, and you can see um, that they're being added daily. Wonderful information for the trucking industry. North American uh, Trucking Alerts, uh, another website that's to edify the industry, to unite the industry with the problems and the solutions. And right now, if you go to North American Trucker Alerts, uh, you can read about uh, the new app that uh, Hal Kia is putting together. Just scroll on down all the way to the bottom, NorthAmericanTruckerAlerts.com, and there's an explanation of this new application to uh, help drivers while they're on the road. It's uh, Actually, I'm going to read some of uh, the features of this right now for you. Uh, accident alerts, low bridge locations, weather alerts, truck stop locations, motels with semi-parking, emergency numbers, truck breakdown assistance, and many more that's that's coming on board with this weather alerts uh and they're real on time in your area of where you're driving so you can read more about it by going to north american trucker com and scroll all the way down and it'll take you to a truck alert app uh gofundme page which has uh a lot of a lot more detail about what uh he's trying to achieve within the industry. It's a it's a it's just a wonderful thing and we're all pretty excited about it. Um let's see. Oh our partners page just thank you so much on uh for all our partners on North American Trucking Alerts and Trucking Social Media and AskTheTrucker.com and Ask the Trucker Live. Um, just we really appreciate all your support and uh, thank you for coming on board with us and I think that's it tonight I'm looking through my notes here Alan and uh, there's really actually nothing new all right well hey sounds good hey thanks again to uh, Jeff Roach president of transport brook transfer uh, brook transportation training and be sure to check them out transportation training dot com might be something you're very interested in, and in the least uh, can help you build a more successful business. So we really appreciate him coming on and spending some of the uh, little bit of time Saturday here with us. Hey, have a great evening. We'll leave you with a fellow trucker, Tony Justice, with Peterbilt 379. Check out his music at TonyJusticeMusic.com. And until then, we'll see you next time on Ask the Trucker Live. You've been listening to Ask the Trucker Live with Alan Smith. On behalf of Alan and Donna Smith, AskTheTrucker.com, TruckingSocialMedia.com, NorthAmericanTruckingAlerts.com, BlogTalkRadio, and Ask the Trucker Live. I'm J. Michael Collins. Until next time, drive safe and thanks for listening.
Get you there, my son of Peter Bill. 